The SS Richard Montgomery was a ship that sunk in the Thames River filled with dynamite. If it explodes, it will sink London. This is Simple Joe for Friday, October 28th, 2022. read something about this recently and I think plans are being made for bringing up the ship or securing the ship or something like that now understanding I don't know much about dynamite okay other than it, it explodes right I mean I, I don't know the properties of dynamite I mean it, uh, but I if it's down there in the river it's wet right will, will it still will dynamite still explode if it's wet I don't know I don't know but Apparently, there's some concern because they're making plans on either bringing this ship up or securing it or something like that. That's it's this is crazy. That SS Richard Montgomery, that's an American ship. Apparently, it, it was a shipwrecked or land or went or grounded or something. I don't I don't know the full story, but I, I just seem to remember this. But you got a ship down there, London. Gosh, about to blow your city up. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. I'm sorry to bring that bread, that bad news to you, London. I, I hope I'm pretty sure you probably already knew about it. But any event, today we're going to take a peek at the weather in Reading, Pennsylvania. Hello, Kayleen. We're going to take a look at the top ten American beers, and of course, the often requested, the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near Reading, Pennsylvania, you're going to see a high of 59 degrees today and a low of 34 with overcast skies. Tomorrow, Saturday, 63 and 34 for the high and low with partly sunny skies. Beautiful weather for Sunday as well, 62 and 49 with overcast skies. So 59 today, 63 tomorrow, and 62 on Sunday. Beautiful weekend for your Reading, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 68 degrees and a low of 36 with beautiful partly sunny skies. Almost the same for tomorrow. Saturday, partly sunny skies, 70 and 47, but we have rain on Sunday, 61 and 55 for the high and low. So a beautiful couple days here. Sunday, it's going to be rainy. Uh, I wonder what it looks like for Halloween on the 31st. I think I might go trick-or-treating with my uh, youngest grandson there on, there on Monday. Today in 1936, country rock guitarist, fiddler, singer, as they describe him here, just... Charlie Daniels was born today in 1936. We lost Charlie Daniels a couple years back uh, in 2020. Best known for a song, Devil Went Down to Georgia, right? Gosh, who cannot sing that song word for word? Uh, great song. Great song. Caitlyn Jenner turned 73 today, born in 1949. Annie Potts was born today in 1952. Actress Annie Potts. Uh, Bill Gates turns 67 years old today. He was born in 1955. Actor, comedian, Andy Richter was born today in 1966. Look who's turning 55 years old today. Julia Roberts. Can you believe that? Brad Paisley turns 50 years old today. Joaquin Phoenix turns 48 years old today. Joaquin Phoenix, great actor. I mean, really good actor. I loved him in Signs, loved him in Gladiator. He did a great job in Joker. Uh, he went off the rails for a while there, started becoming, He. I don't know if it was a joke or if he was just playing a prank or whatever, but he apparently was going to be a rap singer and it was just a weird moment in his life. But yeah, really good actor. Joaquin Phoenix, 
48 years old today. Happy birthday. And Matt Smith was born today in eight in 18 in 1982 actor. He was the 11th doctor in doctor who, and I always wondered, does he have eyebrows? <laughs> if you look close, does he have eyebrows? Kind of like Oprah went Oprah Winfrey does not, not Oprah Winfrey, but, uh, um, mm, Whoopi Goldberg. Look closely. Does Whoopi Goldberg have eyebrows? I don't think she does. Does Matt Smith have eyebrows? I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I always, always appreciate it. Matt Smith, uh, as doctor who he was, uh, he was, uh, the doctor, let's see, it was Chris Eccleson. And then, uh, oh, who's the, probably the most famous of the recent actors. I can't remember. And then Matt Smith, I can't remember the guy in between there. He's probably, he's actually probably the best known of the, of those three. Anyway, Matt Smith did a great job as the 11th doctor in doctor who. Today is International Animation Day, so if you like animation, if you appreciate animation, if you're an animator yourself, celebrate International Animation Day. It's also First Responders Day. Those uh, policemen and firefighters and EMTs, we should recognize you every day. But today is a day that we recognize First Responders and First Responders Day. It's also Internal Medicine Day, Chocolate Day. I love chocolate. Uh, My favorite is Frozen Dark Chocolate. Probably about the 85% dark chocolate, maybe 90% dark chocolate. Real bitter. I like it a lot. So anyway, National Chocolate Day. How about that? And it's National Frankenstein Day. Now, it's pretty close to Halloween, so I can imagine why it's National Frankenstein Day. But let's look up National Frankenstein Day for a second here. This is from nationaldaycalendar.com. National Frankenstein Friday. National Frankenstein Friday is what it is. National Frankenstein Friday on the last Friday in October, recognizes author Mary Shelley, the novel Frankenstein, or the modern Prometheus, her characters, Dr. Frankenstein, and the monster. Dating back to the 1800s, Frankenstein's monster is one of the best-known horror characters of all time. Yes, it is. And Mary Shelley was only 18 years old uh, when she wrote that book. I'm not familiar with this whole term, the modern Prometheus. Uh, I know the movie Prometheus, but I don't know this term, the modern Prometheus. Uh, Was that the subtitle of Frankenstein? Is that the title of Frankenstein, Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus? Is that the actual title of the book? That's interesting because I always thought it was just Frankenstein. Let's look that up. Let's dig just a little deeper into this and see if, is that the actual name of the book? Here's a book cover. Yes, it is. Frankenstein or the modern Prometheus? Huh. Learn something new every day here on Simple Joe, don't you? (laughs) At least I did. So happy National Frankenstein Friday, International Animation Day, National First Responders Day, National International National Internal Medicine Day, and National Chocolate Day. If these days mean anything to you, if if they hold a significant significance in your heart. I hope you celebrate. I hope you celebrate that brings you joy in a way that brings you joy and happiness and fulfillment in only the way that international or national Frankenstein Friday can. How about that? It's also Friday. We know that because it's national Frankenstein Friday. It's also Friday. So we're going to take a look at a top 10 list. Typically, this is where I go on ranker.com and look at a list and read off that list and comment on that list. You know how Ranker.com looks works. Uh, I don't always do Ranker.com. I, I may not do uh, Ranker.com for a show coming up here soon because listener 
Andy Hoffman sent in a suggestion for the top 10 road trip snack foods. And that is a great idea, Andy. And I reached out to Andy after he reached out to me. And soon Andy will co-host the show and we'll present that list together. So I look forward to that, Andy. Thank you for, uh, for sending in that suggestion. If you have a suggestion for a top 10 list, I would love to hear it. Send me a text, 513-399-6468, 513-399-6468, or send me an email, joe at thesimplejoe.com, joe at thesimplejoe.com. But today's list is the top 10 American beers, and there was something in yesterday's show that prompted this list. I had another list planned for today's show. Uh, I think it was the top 10 overhyped things. Uh, I will do that some other time, but uh, I thought this would be interesting, the top 10 American beers beers and this is according to our friends at ranker.com and the way ranker.com works is they compile stuff things beers books people cities food computers whatever lists of stuff and you rank those top to bottom like this one is the best american beers the best american domestic beers and we'll go through the top 10 and maybe go through some honorable mentions uh, i like ranker.com it's a uh, i don't always agree with them uh, this particular list has 18,000 votes, so it's it's a decent it's a decent sample. Uh, so let's start with number 10. Number 10, I'm surprised this isn't higher. Number 10, Michelob. Uh, I, uh, I'm a Michelob Ultra fan. That's my primary beer. That's the beer I drink if I do drink beer. I don't drink beer very often, maybe a couple times a month, tops. If I'm at an event, I might drink a couple here and there. But uh, yeah, Michelob, Michelob beer is the is the is the number 10 top american beer like i said i like mcultra it's light it's crisp it's easy it goes down easily you know you don't get you can have a few of them without worrying about going too far uh so yeah i'm a, I'm a fan of Michelob and mcultra that's number 10 Michelob. number nine Coors light so i mentioned mcultra here uh i don't know if if mcultra is further up in this list because this is just saying Michelob. uh anyway Number 10, Michelob. Number nine, Coors Light. I used to be a big Coors Light drinker. I actually went from Coors Light to a beer called Keystone Light uh, because I had heard that it's made by the same company. It's, it's pretty much the same beer, just relabeled and cheaper. But I used to drink Coors Light a lot when I was younger. Probably in my 20s was my go-to beer, Coors Light. I appreciate Coors Light. Probably made famous by, uh, well, not Coors Light. Let's see if Coors is on this list. Coors is on this list, but Coors, the Coors, I'll, Coors was made, probably made famous by the Smokey and the Bandit movie, the first Smokey and the Bandit movie, uh, where they were taking, I think they were, they wanted Coors at a wedding and Van Burt Reynolds is Bandit. Uh, his job, he was contracted to take Coors law across state lines. I'm not sure if the rule of the laws are like that anymore, but yeah, Coors Light comes in at number nine, number eight, Budweiser. Yeah. Yeah, Budweiser. Who wouldn't expect Buzz Budweiser to be there? Uh, probably the best-selling American beer. I think they're probably the best-selling American beer still. Biggest American beer company. I know that for sure. Uh, with uh, I don't know what 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 beers they have in their stable, but certainly Budweiser is a juggernaut in the beer brewing industry. So number eight, Budweiser. Number seven, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Never drank Pabst, Pabst Blue Ribbon on a regular basis. I've probably had it one or two times, but it's a pretty good beer. It certainly has some cultural significance or some uh, uh, cultural, it's a cultural, it's, what am I trying to say here? Uh, there's a certain culture that it attracts. I have a, I have a friend of mine that 
is in the, uh, what is it? Uh, not rockabilly, kind of in the rockabilly scene, but he also calls it psychobilly, uh, Hank three. And it's uh, just kind of a, a mixture of rockabilly and rockabilly and heavy metal. And uh, that group, I, I went to a, I went to a honky tonk down in Nashville with a friend of mine years ago. And everybody there was drinking PBR. Everybody there was drinking PBR. And it was like a cultural thing that people who listen to this music and who look this way and who act this way drank PBR. <laughs> and and uh, was an interesting was an interesting crowd. I kind of fit in because I'm a I'm a fan of rockabilly rockabilly music and I'm a fan of heavy metal. And when you kind of mesh those two together, you get an you certainly get a distinctive, interesting sound. So I'm not trying to pigeonhole you, Paps Blue Ribbon, or make a make a commentary uh, or a criticism on drinkers of Paps Blue Ribbon. But number seven, Paps Blue Ribbon beer. Number six, Fat Tire. Uh, I was up in Wisconsin several years ago, uh, maybe ten years ago, where I had Fat Tire, and that was that was Fat Tire was all the rage in Wisconsin years ago. It was either Wisconsin or it was Minnesota. I think it was Wisconsin, but Fat Tire was all the rage. Everybody wanted to go to. When they went to Wisconsin, they wanted to get a fat tire beer. And it's a it's an okay beer. It's a pretty good beer. It's got a clean taste to it. Um, not too not too heavy. So that's number six, fat tire. Number five, Shiner Balk. I think it's Shiner Balk or Shiner. Shiner Balk. Never had it. Uh it's a dark beer, and I'm not a big fan of dark beers. Uh, but dark beers aren't aren't nearly as as heavy as they look, right? Guinness is not a it's not a very heavy beer but it's a dark beer uh and i don't know anything about shiner bach i don't know how it tastes maybe i should have before i did this show set up samples i'll set up flights of all these top 10 beers so i could taste them as we go that's not a bad idea for a show is it that's not a bad idea gosh i wish i wish i would have thought of that before now to set up these top 10 beers and sample them maybe i'll maybe we'll do something like that uh with food or that would be fun, wouldn't it? That would be fun. Uh, too bad I didn't think about it for this show. So there's number five, Shiner Bach of the top 10 American beers. Number four, Miller Lite. It's, this is like the old school grandpa of light beers. I think this was like the first light beer, Miller Lite. And it's a good beer. It's a, it's a decent beer. Uh, nothing great about it. Nothing. I mean, it goes down fairly easily. Uh, I've had Miller Lite probably... It's, it's never been my go-to beer, probably a couple dozen times I've had Miller Lite, uh, but it's a pretty good beer. It's a pretty good beer, but uh, this is like the, this is, Miller Lite is the, uh, the originator, the grandpa, the OG, is that what they call it? The OG uh, of light beer. So number four, Miller Lite. Number three, Samuel Adams Boston Lager. This is a beer that has really come into its own over the past several years and very, very popular. Uh, I've never had it, but I've heard about it a lot, but I've never taken the opportunity to drink it. So I can't, I can't comment on it uh, other than Sam Adams was a great founding father. And if they named a beer after him, well, it must be pretty daggone good. <laughs> so number three, Samuel Adams, number two, Coors. I've had my share of Coors beer. That's absolutely right. Number two, Coors. Uh, again, uh, Coors probably most made most famous by the Smokey and the Bandit movie, the first Smokey and the Bandit movie, when when Burt Reynolds was, when the Bandit was uh, hauling beer across state lines, <laughs> for across state lines and hauling Coors beer. I think that was, I, man, I hope I'm not getting the wrong. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. 
Uh, so Coors beer, it's pretty good beer. It's really good. I, I like Coors a lot. Uh, I prefer Coors Light if I'm going to drink Coors, but Coors has a really good uh, a good flavor to it, a good bold flavor. Not strong, not overbearing, but it's just got a good bold flavor to it. I like Coors, definitely like Coors. So that's number two, Coors. So before we hit the number one beer, uh, let's roll through the top 10 again. Number 10, Michelob. Number nine, Coors Light. Number eight, Budweiser. Number seven, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Number six, Fat Tire. Number five, Shiner Bach. Number four, Miller Lite. Number three, Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Number two, Coors Original. And number one, Yangley Traditional, Yangling Traditional Amber Lager. This is the beer that is really, I, I think Yangling is like the oldest brewery in the country or something, something to that effect. I think it is. I think it's Yangling is the oldest brewery in the country. At least they, they I believe they've, they've touted that. Uh, and this is a good beer. Yangling uh, traditional amber lager lager is a really a good beer. I, I like it. I, I've probably only had it five or six times, but every time I've had it, I'm like, wow, that is a good beer. My two favorite beers are um, Michelob Ultra. That's kind of like my, if I have a regular beer, that would be my regular beer. And then um, Kunin Lagels. Is it Kunin Lagels? Lunen Gaggles? What is it? Lunen Gaggles? I just know it as Summer Shandy. That's it. Lunen Goggles. I can't remember the name of it. Lunen Goggles. It's something like that. I'm sure I'm butchering the name. But my daughter, my oldest daughter, introduced this beer to me at a Garth Brooks concert. She goes, Dad, you got to try this beer. And I tried it. And man, it is good. I called it Nectar of the Gods. And it is good. I really like it a lot. Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's it's Summer Shanty is what it is. Let me see that the name of that. Uh, Summer Shanty. Lining Googles. <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, I butchered that one. Lining Googles. Lining Googles. Summer Shanty. And it is a good beer. I like it a lot. Uh, so those are my two favorite beers. Uh, it's a little too heavy to, for me to drink, like like have to have more than a more than a few. Uh, uh I like Mick Ultra if I'm gonna have a if I'm gonna have a few beer, but few beers, but yeah, yeah, that summer shanty. This uh Lining Googles summer shanty is good, but I'm not, you know, I'm, this is not fair. I spent the last however much time talking about Summer Shanty and didn't talk enough about Yangling Traditional Amber Lager. Do you drink Yangling Traditional Amber Lager? You must. You must. Somebody out there must because it's the number one. It's the number one American beer, Yangling Traditional Amber Lager, and it's pretty good. There was a period of time that red beers were like all the rage. Red beers, amber beers were all the rage. And there was a there was a beer that I drank for a while called Red Dog Beer. And for the longest time, I thought it was an amber beer, a red beer. I thought it was a red beer. And it's not. It's a regular beer. And I didn't know it because I always drank it out of the dark bottle, never poured it into a glass. And I probably drank that beer for a few years before I realized it's not a red beer. It's not a, it's just your your standard lager beer, your standard whatever it is. Lager, right? I guess I don't know. I'm not a beer connoisseur connoisseur. I just, I know what I like, right? So there are your top 10, top 10 American beers with Yangling traditional Amber Lager uh, at the top of the heap. Let's, let's take a look at some honorable mentions here. Uh, Lining Google original, never had it, but it's your, your summer shanty is pretty good. It's awesome. Stone IPA comes in at number 12. Goose Island IPA, Spotted Cow, I've had Spotted Cow. Again, I think I had it up there in Wisconsin. 
it's really funny. I, I love the name of some of these some of these beers, especially the names of some of the uh, small craft beers, the small independent breweries. Uh, and probably most of these are not, uh, but some of these have some interesting names. Like I've seen Skull Crusher and you know names like that that are just really cool. I, I think Spotted Cow is a good name for a beer. Here's a here's a good name. Number sixteen, Dogfish Head, ninety minute IPA. I don't like IPA beers. I don't know what, I don't like the way they taste. I, there's a, there's a pungent. I don't know what it is about it, but I don't like IPAs. Dogfish head, 90 minute IPA. So that's a good name. Rogue dead guy. Ale comes in at number 17. Uh, Harpoon IPA comes in at number 27 or 21. Excuse me. Sweetwater 420, number 22. And that's it. That's, it only has 22 beers on this list. So yeah, let's take a look at, look at, some other Molson golden number 18. So yeah, what's your favorite beer? Mine is Mick ultra, uh, with closely followed up by, uh, by, uh, the summer shanty aligning Google summer shanty. What's your favorite beer? Let me know. Five, one, three, three, nine, nine, six, four, six, eight is my text number and my email Joe at the simple Joe.com. Again, look forward to having, uh, Andy Hoffman, listener, Andy Hoffman, uh, on the show. Uh, within the next few weeks to talk about the top 10 road trip snack foods. And I'm all about that, man. I've had some, I've had some road trip snack foods. <laughs> There's no doubt about I've been on some road trips and I have my go-to snack go- and snack food. I have one of them that man, I always take with me or I always stop and get when I'm on a road trip, been on a lot of road trips and I'll, I'll share that. I'll save that for the show, but yeah, I look forward to that. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there. Monday will be Monday's interesting headlines. I don't know what weather we're going to do in, on Monday. I'll take a look at that uh, over the weekend. But Monday will have interesting headlines. If you want to give me your thoughts on the show, I would certainly appreciate it. Joe at the simple Joe.com is my email address and my text number is 513-399-6468. If you like listening to the show, will you do me a favor? Will you share it with your friends on social media? Use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe is my friend because we are. We're pals. We're buddies. I appreciate you. Yeah, we uh we certainly uh we certainly have a thing here every day, right? You come we have this conversation and that makes us friends. So Simple Joe is my friend. Hope you're getting ready to make great memories this weekend. Hope you're getting ready to spend time with the people who love you and the people who you love. Hang out with the people who appreciate you. Do stuff that are going to lead to great memories. Make a plan to make great memories because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. And I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care.